if you didn't already know, my name's Atlanta, also known as Mum, and this is my podcast. I'm here to give you an insight into life as a mum of two. I'll be sharing all my tips, tricks, and advice on how to survive motherhood, as well as bringing all the laughs and giggles with stories of my parenting fails. From Mum to Mum. Hi, and welcome back. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. So, yeah, uh, where do I even start? It has been a very, very busy couple of weeks. Um, We're quite, like, well, I'm very much an indoors person. My children are quite indoors people as well. Um, But the last... The last few days, we've just been out. Well, the last week, we've just been out here, there and everywhere. And it's been absolutely lush. They have loved it. It's been freezing cold, like bitterly cold. But, you know, sometimes, do you ever feel like the colder the air, the fresher it feels, if you know what I mean? It was just so nice to get some fresh air. We went on some lovely walks. And, yeah, it was just really nice to be out of the house every day, getting up and just getting out. It, It was really nice. So yeah, it was quite difficult to find the time to record. Um, so there was no podcast last week, which I'm very, very sorry about again. Um, <clears throat> but obviously, as you can imagine, I'm home all day, every day with two little ones. And I mean, Kai is, what, just over six and a half months and Elijah is around 22 months. So it's not as if they're older children and I can just sit or just do this for a little bit whilst mummy does blah 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 I you know it's not a possibility so finding the time to record and edit a podcast every week as well as like blog posts and just everything else is so difficult so the fact we were outdoors a lot of the time just made it even worse so again very sorry there was no uh, podcast last week and I'm also sorry that the surprise that I had this week has also not happened. I was supposed to have a guest this week. Um, Guest, if you are listening, I'm blaming you for this. Um, Yeah, it it just didn't happen. It's difficult when everybody's got busy lives and everyone's got children. Um, So it's just little on me today. But I have something very, very interesting to talk about. So I'm going to be discussing how to encourage your toddler to use his or her words so you may have seen my most recent reel or my tiktok um that was my first ever no it wasn't my first that's a lie it was my second ever tiktok and it was my first sort of one where you like record and then stop and then record I sound like such an old lady I don't know what the like the technical term is for it but it was my first ever one of those it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be um yeah, I think I did quite well for the first time. I mean, it's not the best, but it's all right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but that was that just had a couple of little points on there, how to encourage, on how to encourage your toddler to use his or her words. So we're just going to be going a bit more into that today because um, it's just something that I'm going through at the moment with Elijah and there's so many things which have helped me and I just kind of wish somebody told me sooner so if I can help you guys then perfect can I also just say um I know I just mentioned briefly that it's quite difficult to find the time to record so at the moment I'm actually locked away in Elijah's bedroom um to record this 
main reason being my bedroom is at the front of the house there's always people walking up and down the street so um I thought it might be quite noisy but Elijah's bedroom is at the back of the house and at the back of our house is a lane and in that lane is a garage which I thought was closed but I've just heard a little noise coming from there so I really really hope that there's no background noise um if there is I'm really really sorry and I am gonna figure out some sort of schedule some sort of way around these sort of issues and get more of like a like a structure or a routine in place that works best for us so that I've got like designated time to record the podcast with no interruptions at the moment I'm just winging it and I'm doing it as and when I can um so yeah apologies for that but I promise it's something I'm working on So I'm going to sort of go back a few weeks because Elijah's speech has improved so much in the last few weeks. But I'm going to go back a couple of weeks to when um, we sort of first started all the all the things I'm going to tell you about today. So going back a couple of weeks, um, I realised what I've realised for a little while, Elijah's speech isn't great. Um, He's still quite small, so I, I wasn't worried as such. Um, But I was just a little bit confused simply because although he's only 22 months, so he will be two in March, although he's only 22 months, he doesn't speak, which like I said, is fine for his age. So just so you know, if you're listening and your child is that age and they're not um, using words very well, that's absolutely fine, nothing to worry about. However, the thing with Elijah is he can sing you any nursery rhyme you can think of you sing a nursery rhyme he will sing it he you ask you tell him the name if you say sing bar bar black sheep he will sing it literally any song you can think of any child song he will sing um he can count to 12 he knows his alphabet he knows every single animal sound um <clears throat> like he can speak he just doesn't communicate so that's why I was a bit like hmm this is strange you know if he sort of wasn't saying anything at all like I said I wouldn't be worried because I just think it's it's gonna come but he's been able to say all these things for such a long time but isn't able to say sort of what you'd call like the basic things such as hi bye tar those sorts of things so I found it a bit strange because if it's in a song, he will say hi and bye. He will say please, sorry, thank you, all of that. But he would never say it to me or to Jarrell. Um, he will repeat the odd word here and there. He will use new words, but then he won't use it again. So I had a chat with a health visitor. I did a bit of research, spoke to some family and friends and came up with quite a few things that will help your toddler to communicate. Um I'm not by any means saying do this and your child's going to be having full-blown conversations by next week. You know, that's that's not what I'm saying, but it encourages them to communicate. So with Elijah, what we've started doing is for every, pretty much every scenario, we're given choices. So when he wakes up in the morning, I'll ask him things like, what would you like for breakfast, Elijah? Would you like Rice Krispies or Cocoa Pops? And I think on the first day, he didn't answer me. I think on the second day, he didn't answer. So I was a bit unsure whether he knew what I was talking about. So I got the two boxes of cereal and I showed him. And he pointed to the Rice Krispies. 
Now, this seems like such a small thing, but when I say Elijah doesn't communicate, I don't just mean using his words. He doesn't point, he doesn't gesture, he doesn't nod or shake his head. He just point blank ignores you. Um, so he pointed to the Rice Krispies and I thought, okay, like that's that's new for us. Like, well done. I was really, really happy, really pleased. Um, and yeah I think he sort of when he saw the Rice Krispies then in the bowl I think he sort of realized okay if I tell them what I want I get to have what I want um that's that's what I think anyway because from I think from the third day from then on I ask him to be fair he does pick the same thing every morning and he calls it what does he call it rice rice so every day if I ask him would you like cocoa pops or rice krispies rice would you like rice krispies or cornflakes rice so yeah he chooses the same thing every day um I think one day last week I didn't give him a choice and I just made him toast um just to break it up and for him to have something different and then yesterday he chose rice krispies but I was I think I just had a lot going through my mind and when I went downstairs I just put his I put some cocoa pops in a bowl I put the milk in I put it in the microwave he likes to have his cereal not warm but just to take the chill off so I put it in the microwave I got it out and then I realized oh he picked rice krispies so I thought I will take it up um him and him and Kai were upstairs because we were spending the day upstairs because I needed to get ready to go out and so I thought I'll take it up and if he doesn't want to eat it, that's absolutely fine because that's not what he chose. Um, if he does eat it, happy days. And I just took it up and I explained that there were no Rice Krispies and you've got Cocoa Pops. Is that okay? And he was fine and he ate it. Um, so yeah, he chooses his breakfast every day. He chooses his snack. I don't let him choose his dinner um, just because he went through a really picky stage so if you know us you know Elijah will eat absolutely anything but recently he's gone through like a really picky stage so I know if I ask him if I give him choices on what he wants for dinner the chances are he's probably just going to say no well he doesn't say no he says no 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 <laughs> um, very dramatic but it's really cute that, that's probably what he's going to say so I don't give him a choice with dinner I just make his dinner and he eats it um but I, he gets to choose his breakfast, he gets to choose his snack. Also, what we've been doing is giving him a choice on what we're going to do today. So, Elijah, would you like to do puzzles or would you like to do painting? And he will always choose. So it's it's really good. And I think he realises that he's in control. So he understands now that by if he answers me, it benefits him. Because he gets to do what he wants to do if he answers me. Um we haven't had to do it yet but something to bear in mind is if you don't get an answer so say for example um you say to your child do you want to go to the park or go to the beach today and they say go to the park then you go to the park if you ask them do you want to go to the park or do you want to go to the beach today and they don't answer you <clears throat> you say okay well we'll just stay in there and if they get upset or have a tantrum you say well what would you like to do would you like to go to the park or go to the beach and eventually they will answer you because they want to go somewhere they want to do something so they know it's in their best interests to answer they, they benefit from it um they gain from it so that is why they will do it and then it just sort of 
it just has a knock-on effect like once they're used to talking because they gain from it they're just sort of used to talking a lot more so just try and with every option try and choose two things that suit you um so you still have control overall but they believe they have the control um if your toddler will not communicate verbally but will nod or shake their head then avoid yes or no questions because that's not going to encourage them to talk they're just going to continue to nod or shake their head and I still ask Elijah yes or no questions simply because he doesn't nod or shake his head and even now he doesn't he will say yes or no but yeah if if your toddler will just nod or shake their head then avoid that because it's not actually encouraging them to use their words it might be encouraging them to communicate if they don't communicate at all but it's not going to get them to use their words I know toddlers are always listening um you all know this if you have a toddler that um can speak quite well already you'll be having a conversation with someone else and they will start to repeat what you said they're sort of always listening but it's very important that when you are trying to encourage them to use their words to make sure they're actively listening so sort of get down to their level make eye contact with them make sure they're listening to you and taking in what you're saying and I think praise is a really good thing. When Elijah uses his words, I always praise him for it and always follow through with whatever he has chosen. So if he's chosen that we're going to go to the beach today, we're going to the beach today. Because otherwise, I think if I don't, he's probably going to think, well, what is the point in me answering it? Because I don't get to do it anyway. So it's very important to make sure you stick to what they say i did mess up the other day with the whole cocoa pops rice crispy situation but luckily he was fine another thing is um like talking to your toddler and i know that sounds silly because we talk to them every day but i mean as in sort of like narrate what you're doing so oh look elijah right now we're putting your trousers on now we're putting your sock on now we're putting your t-shirt on now i'm going to do your hair now i'm going to blah 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 rather than just doing it um because then words will have more meaning certain words to him is just a word he doesn't know what that word means so you need to give the word a meaning i think the easiest way to do that is by doing it through an action so when you're doing an action say the words to match and then he will sort of put the two and two together and when he's doing that action or if he wants to do that action he knows he can use that word for that if that makes any sense um also reading to your child so i don't know if you've seen if you've got me on instagram you would have seen elijah's bedroom you would have seen his book collection this child one million percent is my son well i know that anyway because i pushed him out of my vagina but other than that one million percent my son has so many books so many books um so we read him a bedtime story um and sort of always has done but that hasn't really seemed to help um i'm not really sure why because reading in general to your child is supposed to help encourage them to use their words but i did read somewhere that reading the same book repeatedly night after night is better for them than reading lots of different books because like i said earlier it will give the words meaning 
they'll see the same picture hear the same words and it will give it meaning um if i'm honest i don't do that because i don't want to i do not want to read the same book over and over again however what what i think is a good thing to do i suppose a long book can be a little bit overwhelming and a bit too much to take in it's nice just to read them a story but if you're doing it for like speech purposes then i think it's a little bit overwhelming i think what a good thing to do is is to use a picture book so you know you get like a, um like a my first words book and say in that book there's a ball make up a story about the ball focus everything on that one picture and they will soon realize this is a ball you can talk about the color of the ball the shape of the ball the size of the ball you know anything you you can make up a story about the ball about you know the child throwing the ball or and then relate it back to everyday like real life things oh you've got a ball this is your ball you know that sort of thing it just gives it more context for them like they are just little babies it's quite difficult to expect them to know what we're talking about and don't get me wrong Elijah understands every single word I say anything I tell him to do or anything I say to him he he understands but it's still quite difficult for a child so small to communicate that back to me I think what we also need to bear in mind is that um so if your toddler is around the same age as Elijah then they were very much lockdown babies and when we became mums some of us for the first time um there weren't those sort of like toddler and baby groups and like those rhyme time sessions and baby sensory classes and things like that we weren't able to go and we weren't able to take our babies um children do really well development wise from interaction with other children so if your child doesn't currently attend private nursery and they don't have an older sibling the the i suppose the lockdown rules made it very difficult for your child to get that sort of interaction from anywhere else um obviously i know nurseries were closed back then too but i'm talking now so I'm not sure if anyone else relates to this Um, and I did do a blog post about this that was released yesterday morning so you can go check that out give it a read Um, but now I'm at a point where I find mother and parent groups or sorry parent and toddler groups really really daunting I don't want to go and I know Elijah will do very very well or will really benefit from going to those those sorts of groups and being around other children and sort of listening to those who can communicate while listening to those those children communicate and picking up things and even just listening to the other adults around him I know it will really really benefit him um but it's just a big thing for me it's a really big thing it's not as simple as right come on let's get dressed let's get to the parent group it's like oh what if what if all the mums there are already friends what if they all know each other what if they're all sat together and I've got to sit by myself what happens if we're there and Elijah does a really big poo and I've also got Kai or what happens if what if Elijah bites one of the other children or there's so many things that go through my head when it comes to going to a parents and toddler group I've just put it off for so long um the health visitor mentioned it to me when I was a baby when sorry when I was pregnant and just after when Elijah was a baby and asked was I gonna sort of go to any of them and I was like no it's not for me and she was like but why is it not for you and I I don't know I, I don't know 
I don't know why it's not for me. I just don't really like the idea of going. However, now we're at a point where I know it will really, really benefit Elijah. I want to go. So, like I did say in my blog post, there is um, a group starting next week. Well, it's it's been running for a long time, but they closed for Christmas. And then due to some sort of COVID-related restriction, they haven't opened yet after Christmas. So next week will be the first week after Christmas. So I'm, I'm planning on going. Hopefully, when it comes to it, I'm going to go. I am really planning on going. Um, hopefully, it'll be absolutely fine. And I will let you know how it goes. But... <clears throat> If you're like me and that's something you struggle with, you just have to sort of, I suppose, put your own feelings to the side and understand how much it's going to benefit your child. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing, like I, like I keep saying, there's nothing wrong with your child not being able to communicate yet. Nothing wrong whatsoever. And I'm not saying, you know, it's wrong so you've got to do everything you can to help that child. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. Nothing whatsoever wrong with it. But if you do want to encourage your child to speak, then these are the best things for you. Um, or for your child, rather. And I know when our when our children say one word you get really excited so just imagine the feeling when they're going to be like babbling non-stop not only that sometimes Elijah will get quite frustrated because he can't express himself through words um so that's another reason why I want him to be able to uh to communicate with me verbally because I need him to be able to tell me that he's sad and why he's sad and that he's angry and why he's angry because at the moment it's a little bit of a guessing game and it's not fair on him because he gets so worked up because he can't express himself properly it's just really unfair it's really it's just it's just sad um so yeah I'm just at a point at the moment where I'm doing everything I can and just going back to my last podcast which was about the pressures of social media so there's a girl I follow on social media I'm not going to say any names um, because even though this is a positive thing about her she might not want me to mention her so there's a girl I follow on social media don't know her in real life Um, and our children Elijah and her daughter are born a few days apart her daughter's speech I'm not even joking her daughter's speech is absolutely incredible it is phenomenal I've never ever heard such a young child speak so well in all my life um and it just makes me really happy for her and for her mum um it's just yeah it's just amazing she is so so intelligent and I think the other day she 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 drew she drew a number um sorry if I'm saying too much sorry if if you're listening you know this is about you and I'm saying too much but I just honestly need everybody to know how amazing you are and how amazing your daughter is um so just going back to that when you sort of see things like that I don't want anyone to be comparing how many words their child says compared to how many words someone else's child says because although that child might be you know slightly ahead now your child might be ahead in in other ways so your child might be able to kick a ball in a straight line and the child that speaks really well can't so it's it's nothing is a competition when it comes to children's development they all develop in different ways at different times and just at their own pace like 
everything they do is unique to them um so it's not a competition it's nothing to be jealous about and it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong and they're doing something right that's not what it means at all so I don't want anyone to sort of listen to this and start worrying about their children's development because there's nothing wrong if you are genuinely concerned then speak to your health visitor I'm not by any means a health visitor um but I'm sure it's absolutely fine they do just do things in their own time and if they're not if if nothing is nothing that you're trying is work and then the health visitor they do have things in place that they can go to like speech therapy and play therapy and things like that to help encourage them um, I'm not sure if they have this everywhere but in the area that I live in on the sort of the team of health visitors there's a nursery nurse <clears throat> and if your child is struggling a little bit or a little bit behind with their speech that nursery nurse will come out to your property and I think they do up to six sessions where they will sort of play and interact with your child to encourage them how to speak and also show you as the parent how to do this so that after those six sessions you can continue it and I think that's absolutely amazing so if you are worried speak to your health visitor but I'm pretty sure there's nothing to worry about um I was never worried about Elijah I just want to encourage him more but those things I've tried have been absolutely insane I, I honestly couldn't believe how well it worked can I just say though when your toddler is banging on non-stop do not blame me like I can't wait for Elijah to talk but um last week or this week rather we had my niece for the day or for most of the day um and she was two in September so she's a little bit she's about six months older than Elijah but her speech is incredible and um like I, I have it for a few reasons so one so that my sister can have a break because she's like 100 miles per hour uh number two so that Elijah's got someone to play with number three I was kind of hoping that Elijah will um sort of engage in more conversation when my niece is around because she doesn't stop talking and of course she's gonna talk to Elijah as they're playing um but honestly when they came to pick her up my sister's partner like was joking and said um aren't you gonna keep her and I was like no she talks too much and then I realized what I said and I thought I can't wait for Elijah to talk but I know for a fact once he starts talking I'm gonna be thinking oh my like do you ever come up for air and it's really cute having conversations with my niece really really sweet but she does not stop so be careful what you wish for um we all want our children to do well we, we want them to develop well and we want them to um have conversations with us and you know when they start saying all these different things it's so exciting but I can guarantee you although I haven't experienced it with my own child I guarantee you a time will come where you think oh my, remember when you couldn't speak remember how peaceful the house was when you couldn't speak so yeah when it gets to that point do not blame me I'm not taking any responsibility for that so yeah if you happen to try any of these things uh, let me know you can send me a message you can tag me in your posts however you want to let me know just let me know because I would love to know how um how it works for you and if it did work and you know sort of how long it took and what results you got and things like that um if anyone has any tips on 
how to basically overcome the fear of going to like a parent and baby group for the first time send them my way because I need it I am going to go on Thursday um simply because when I posted my blog post about not being able to go being scared to go I had so many messages of people who were in the same situation and are too scared to go um some people were toddlers some people were babies some people that are pregnant and they're already scared and now I just feel this responsibility to do it for all of us so I'm gonna go I'll be brutally honest and I will let you know like if it was so scary I don't want to do it again I'm gonna tell you and I'm sorry if that makes you not go then I'm sorry I would I would like you to all try it for yourself but I'm not gonna lie and be like yeah it was absolutely fine if I was shit scared the whole time um I'm pretty sure it's gonna be fine but I'm gonna go um absolutely shit myself but I'm gonna go I'm gonna let you all know what it was like um but yeah like I said in the meantime if anyone knows any ways to make it non-scary that would be great so you can check out my most recent blog at www.frommumtomumblog.wordpress.com and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at frommumtomum underscore. As always, thank you for all the love and support and thank you for listening. Peace out.